the results are in and the top EDM genre of 2021 has been announced. We're diving into that and huge new tunes from Maddion, Liquid Stranger, and many more. Plus, Professor Alec has some festival dating advice for you all. Let's start the show. Holy DM champions, welcome back to yet another episode of Beyond the Beats, a podcast about EDM news and culture. Uh, you, you know, man, like I've had a bit of a rough week this week. It's been a little yeah. bit of a, a tougher start to the week. So there's one tune uh, in particular that I like to go to that's just kind of just brimmed with emotion. It just makes you just want to just like cry your eyes out or just like sit there and go, oh, you know, those songs that just make you go yeah. like that, like lift your arms yes, up to the sky. Yes. Uh, terrible, terrible way to uh, describe it. However, I think the song will do it justice. So without further ado, my on repeat for this week is Frankie Watt and Lowe's Not In Love. You know, man, as I was listening to this track again, because I, I've heard it before. I've actually mm. seen Frankie Wild live before as well. And I'm pretty sure he played this track. But I'm sure. This came out last year, I believe. Yeah. As I was listening to it again, uh, it really brought back like very powerful emotions just because the theme of the song is very powerful. And look, I, I know like Frankie Wild's first on the artist byline, but I really got to give it up to Lowe's. I think Lowe's just yes. every single oh, track gosh. they are on. It they deliver and especially in this track not in love you know alec I, I usually i ask you like oh what is this you know you know what what's got you so hooked about this song but i just want to talk about house music overall as a genre for you mm. like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you were going through a tough time and i know you know a lot of things happened this year as we discussed earlier in this season what does house music mean to you as you kind of navigate this difficult time well it's just something that it picks you up again when you're feeling really down and low and you're not sure what else you can do it's a it's an easy way to just you know kind of stick it on in your headphones and you just feel i think a little bit more connected to things again especially because you know when you go through tough times i mean everybody can experience you know portions of this but when you go through particularly tough times you know there's a tendency to start feeling that getting this feeling of despondence like you're not really kind of caring or connecting with either people or things or whatever it is in your life you just kind of feel this kind of like you know kind of null you know kind of like dullness to yourself yeah. but, but house music particularly house music with like 
beautiful, beautiful melodies like this, as well as vocals, just kind of just like snaps you back into it and kind of connects you again with life itself or with yourself or whatever it is that you're missing out on. And it just kind of, you know, can not only get you out of bed, but just as something uh, almost a little bit spiritually that's very fulfilling about house music. And, uh, you know, that's just one of the things that I love when I come when it comes to listening to it and then dancing to it is a whole another story. That's a whole other thing. But just listening to it when you're going through a tough time is uh, it's it's really, really beneficial. They should, you know, have that as one of the steps on Headspace, you know, for uh, different <laughs> meditation, <laughs> meditate, totally. listen to house music. There you go. You know, it's uh, in that, like in that Mala song by Lena, I believe, it's a spiritual thing. Yes, it is. <laughs> what right? a quote. And, I love that, yeah. Yeah, right? Isn't it great? And yeah. uh, dude, honestly, thank you for sharing that, man. You know, I think uh, music just has the ability to heal and it has the ability to make you feel a certain type of way where you may not be able to achieve that without music. So I, it's just so wonderful to be able to hear that from you, my friend. But speaking of music, okay, this is a loaded episode of Beyond the Beats. Yes, I, first of all, I just want to say I'm so excited to run through this show with you. Like, I just love doing this, and I just have so much fun doing this with you every single <laughs> week. So, EDM man, Champions, it. it's time for the new music. Here on Beyond the Beats, we have our very own unique rating scale, and it ranges from levels one through five. Level one is what we call one listen. It's where you listen to a track and you're probably never ever gonna listen again, but you're encouraging other people to give it a listen. Level two is what we call background noise. It's when a song comes on, it's playing in the background, you're not gonna really do anything with it, you might be doing other things, you're not too bothered by it, but it's there to keep you company. Level three is what we call turn it up. It's when a song comes on, you grab the volume knob and you turn it up. Level four is what we call Just Bought Tickets. It's when you listen to a piece of music, you listen to an artist, and you immediately look up the next time that they're coming to your town and you gotta buy those tickets. And level five is Speechless. It's just you and the music. The song transports you into another world and literally leaves you speechless. So to recap, level one is one listen, level two is background noise, level three is turn it up, level four is just bought tickets, and level five is speechless. Let's get back to it. All right, my friend. Alec, I want to kick off this show with an artist that has been... Uh, has been pivotal in getting you into electronic mm-hmm. dance music and I am of course talking about Jaws or as you would say Jaws okay so Jaws <laughs> teamed up with Johnny Gold for their track People take a listen this is a fun track right it's kind of just fun it's got a little bit of bounciness to it it's not bounce house but it's kind of uh, what would you say this is this is um i'd say future house kind of future house right yeah exactly but it's got a little bit of a um, little bounce to it a bit of poppiness dare i say as well too so it's just kind of fun definitely something more meant for your radio station i have no hard feelings against it i think it just shows 
how much Jules can do as a producer. He can dabble around on all these different areas. But, you know, it's not necessarily a party starter for me. It's something that's just going to be on in the background, but I wouldn't mind chilling uh, to, which is why I'm giving it a level two out of five background noise. How about you? Yeah, interesting, man. Like, uh, I think it's really cool to see Jaws doing some Future House again. Uh, I think the lyrics are super catchy, which I think really gives it that bounciness in this track. But I got to say, it's so repetitive mm. like it's it, it, the track is so repetitive to a fault and you know this song only is only two minutes and 42 seconds long and within <laughs> that span wow, repetitive like, in, in that long oh boy. that's what i'm saying like how is that possible like i really feel like i should not be getting so bored of it right, so quickly right. in that sort of runtime so i will agree with you my friend this is going to be a level two out of five background noise for me Let's move on to an artist that has been a huge part of my love for dance music. Somebody who I believe is doing it in just such an interesting and beautiful way. And of course, I'm talking about Maddion with his track, Love You Back. Take a listen. Again, you talk about feel-good music. I was talking about with house music, you know, with Madion, with his own special take, however you want to say his style is. It's, it's definitely something that's just going to lift your spirits and make you feel good again, make you feel connected. And that's exactly what this song does. So I have nothing really more to say just than that. It's, you know, it's prototypical Madion. It's his best, best stuff. So this is an easy peasy, lemon squeezy, level three out of five from me. Just turn it up. How about you? Love that, brother. Love that. This was first premiered at Ultra 2022, and I'm really, really excited to get some new Maddion music. His previous album, Good Faith, is was and still is one of the greatest electronic music albums I've ever heard. I listened to that album so many times. I listened to the live sets associated with it so many times. I am a huge Good Faith stan, okay? Uh, and I got to say, you know, this track really does borrow a lot of that vision that we mm. found in Good mm-hmm. Faith. And Maddion, I also believe, has really become a more confident vocalist. And you really hear that in this track, Love You Back. Very good point. The production is light and airy, and everything just comes together so beautifully. Like, I just love the way that those pianos dance with the main lead on the drop. So, with that being said, this is an easy level four out of five. Just Ooh, bought tickets for me. I very, cannot very wait nice. to hear him play this out live. Now, Alec. Yes, sir. You know what? I, I had to throw in some weird shit yeah, into this man, album. I'm okay? glad that you did. I'm glad that you did. Let's talk you know, about it. You know, it. I had to do it to him, man. You know, I had to do it to him. Like, for the headbangers <laughs> out there, we're talking about Liquid Stranger. We're not just talking about one song or two songs. We're talking about a whole freaking album. His brand new album, Bounce, just came out last week. Alec, there, there's, a lot of song, there's a lot of tracks on this album, man. But if you had to pick one, from this album, what would you want to play? That's tough because the the premiere track Super Jam is really nice. I also liked uh, Low. I believe that's where the part of the album is starting to switch kind of uh, styles in there. But I think it's a you know it's a little bit newer. So let let's go with Super Jam because it was a little bit different. I think than what he's played before. Let's give it a shot. So Edie Champ is take a listen to Liquid Strangers track Super Jam off his new album Balance. Super 
So this was kind of like a, a tale of two halves for me, right? Like the beginning <laughs> half okay. and especially starting it off with that track, Super Jam, going into higher. I, I thought like the first, you know, handful of songs, you know, I was like, I was quite impressed with. I was like, okay, I'm really, really getting into this album. Then I don't know what, what it was, but just towards the end, for me, it just lost a lot of steam and just mm. a lot of cohesion as well. And I just really didn't, find myself enjoying it all that too much so it's like the first half loved second half was kind of like eh, for me I, don't, I wasn't really that about i couldn't quite you know there was almost like a, a clearer artistic direction in the beginning and it kind of just got lost you know towards the end there where i'm not really entirely sure what he was doing but i mean you know that sometimes happens like you, you can't always have amazing albums and cracking albums and i can see why people probably hearing this review might be like, well, that's why I don't go for a massive, massive album anymore. So there is a risk when you're putting on a lot of different tracks, right? But I, I do think it's worth giving it a shot for a massive album. I know that there's a lot of other things of his that I would have much preferred, but he gave it a shot. That's what you got to do. And just, you know, for the latter half for me, didn't quite do it. So while you explain, I have to think about my rating because this is a really tough one for me to rate. Wow. Okay. That's really interesting, man, because I feel like I have the exact opposite reaction than you do. Because, you know, when, when I tap into Liquid Strangers music, right, I want his cohesive weirdness. And what we got in this album was, uh, you know, bass music, trap, and down-tempo tunes, right? And he, he is known for really putting together, like, just overall bass tracks that really get you thinking. Mm. You know what I mean? You, like, you mm-hmm. want to think about it. It's not like excision, right? Where it's just, you, you feel like you listen to the same thing on a loop. You <laughs> oh, know what God. I mean? You're going to lose listeners now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, headbangers, okay? Like, I get it. He's fun live, but I just don't think he's doing really anything interesting in the bass scene. Like, I think Liquid Stranger is doing some really interesting shit. So, uh, you know, it's, w- when this album actually opened up with Super Jam and Higher, I did not have high hopes for this album, actually. So you didn't, so you didn't like those tracks? I didn't tra- like those tracks, actually. actually. I like them. Yeah, I like them. That's really interesting. Like, I, I don't know. It's just I could not find a rhythm to get captured in, right? And I just mm. found it really hard to listen to these tracks. In fact, they kind of gave me a headache. You know what I mean? <laughs> so for me, this album really kicks into high gear on that, like, Ella Stream collab, Take a Trip. That's such a dope song. Um, See, I don't really like that one as much. Yeah, wow. I don't, know what, I don't know what's going on. Maybe I uh, maybe something happened to me over the weekend. I don't know. Possibly, possibly, man. But you know, then we got some massive trap bangers like Low Low Holla, was good. A collab with Oh Low was a great track. Yeah. Was, Shit, uh, I should have said Holla. play that one first. I did really enjoy that track too. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, but he did Hollow with Rekno, Shake, awesome tracks there. Bringing it back to some wonky bass tunes with Mission Control and High Grade, which was my favorite off the album and mm. Dreams. And then finally, Alec, this is where I think he started to lose you, is his more down-tempo, chiller beats, which was actually my favorite part of this Mm. album, right? So tracks like uh, Busy, Keep It Up, and Flashback. So overall, there's a ton of variety in this album, but that variety also makes this whole album feel very disjointed for me. And I just did not have a cohesive listening experience that I want when I listen to an album. So with that being said... This is going to be a level two out of five background noise for me. What did you think? Yeah, I'm right there with you too, man. Level, even though our analysis might be a little bit different and a little bit different reasons. Uh, overall, I definitely agree with you. This is a background noise for me as well. It's a shame. It's a shame. But, you know, honestly, 
such a talented person, he'll bounce, he'll bounce back. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I don't Especially think from our Beyond gonna, the Beats rating. Yeah. yeah it's going to have so much of an impact on his, uh, on his career, but you know. Yeah. I don't think we're like, you know, the fucking Rolling Stones or whatever. You know what I mean? Like he'll live. He'll be okay. Okay. He'll be all right. Uh, he'll be all right. right. Coming back to some house music. All right. It's a spiritual thing. Like we said, we're ending this new music section off with MK, Paul Wolford, they teamed up with Majid Jordan for their track, Teardrops. Take a listen. You know, man, so I actually, I actually dig this track. I actually did. <laughs> I really did. I have a feeling that you won't for some reason. Um, you know, I there's there's look, it's nothing groundbreaking, but it's just it's just catchy. It's kind of feel good. I thought it was very interesting bringing in people from different genres, not normally kind of with these house crossovers like that. And I thought it was done well, very well, actually. So, I mean, again, just nothing groundbreaking here, but it's just catchy enough for me to really enjoy it. So I've certainly played it a few times. And I think actually the more times that you listen to it, maybe the the more it catches on for you a little bit. Like uh, the, the same thing kind of happens to me. I don't, I'm not going to put them kind of on the same level just yet or maybe at all, but at the beginning, I wasn't really into chemical. Wow. You know, okay, I thought it was like, oh, I was like, I'm not really sure where this is. Then I started getting more into it. I was listening to it, and then it really hit for me live. So if you don't like this one, Samir, I have a feeling when he plays it live, I think it might change your mind. I think you're looking at my notes right now because I did not like this song. Okay. Oh, no, I don't even um, need to look at your notes to know. I had a feeling that you were just going to be like, the words, all the words. You just know me, dude. You really do know me. <laughs> and that's... This here's what here's what I did not like about this track, okay? Okay. This is so fucking generic. Like it, it hurts. You know what I mean? It hurts. Like teardrops on the dance floor. Like I like Majid Jordan. <laughs> I like their vocals, but teardrops on the dance floor. Like what yeah, is this? Man. Like a Taylor Swift song? <sighs> teardrops on my guitar? No, no. I'm sorry. That that is that's so the only cliche. reason why you di- you disliked it. No, I'm not done yet, baby boo. Okay? <laughs> oh God. I just expect so much more from an MK, Paul Wolford, and Majid Jordan collab. Like, this does not sound tough inspired crowd. in any way. <laughs> I know, <it's> very <laughs> tough crowd. Very tough I'm crowd. bringing the title Negative Nancy back. Here you go. But, uh, dude, in the end, I'm going to have to give this one a level two out of five background noise. Like, I, wow. like if it's if it's there, fine. If he plays in a set, which un, if MK plays in a set, which he definitely will, I'll definitely listen to will. it. But I'm going to cross my arms and I'm just going to be shaking my head. I think you're going to enjoy it after. I think you will. We'll see. We'll see, my friend. I like, always love running through some new music with you, my friend. How do the EDM champions get connected with us and all the great stuff we just talked about and what we're about to talk about? Absolutely. To get the show notes for this episode and all of our prior ones, go to our website, beyondthebeats.co and go to the show notes menu. And remember this year is 2022. That's what you'll find for all the episodes for this season as well, though. We really want to hear from you on social media. We love engaging in the community. It's It's just something that, it's the reason why we do it to meet and connect with new people in the scene. So on 
Our socials are this. On Instagram, we're at btb.pod. On Twitter, we're at podbtb. My personal Twitter is alec underscore btb and Samir's is Samir underscore btb. Thank you, my friend. I, I, I appreciate that. I really do. And uh, Alec, I love... I love running through like the news and culture stuff with you, man. But before we do that, we got to get some business out the way, okay? Let me tell you who, who is doing some serious business right now, okay? It's our sponsor, Fest Flags, F-E-S-T-F-L-A-G-S.com. They mm-hmm. are in the business of making ravers and festival goers happy. That's what they do, okay? You're at a festival... And you just see all these flags waving high up in the air. I know we're about to see it at EDC Vegas. Like, the amount of flags we see out there. Oh, no. You know what? Oh, no. Hopefully, the Fest Flags flags. When I see a flag that's done well, I wonder to myself. I'm like, did Fest Flags help them make (laughs) that flag? I think that they did, okay? And best of all, you get 10% off when you use our code BTBPOD. So, festflags.com, F-E-S-T-F-L-A-G-S.com. Use our code BTBPOD for 10% off and wave that flag high up in the air, loud and proud. And before we move on to the news and culture section, I just want to give a big what up to my brother, Rishi. Yo, congratulations on graduating med school. Huge. I know he listens to the podcast. He's an EDM champion. He's a fantastic guy. And uh, we're so happy for you. Love you, buddy. And I'll see you at EDC Vegas. All right, my friend. Amazing. Here we go. Amazing. Yes. Let's get into some business too, because... That, you know, we, we talked about this. Uh, I can't believe it's been a year since we last had, you know, David on for the IMSOB for report. I, I can't believe it, but it's already been, you know, the next iteration is here. But one of the first things before we dive into kind of, a, and we'll spend maybe a couple episodes or an episode or two, um, not next week's, next week's a special one, but in the future, because there's just so much good stuff in there. But one of the things that we wanted to pull out and is something that has been also making headlines across the scene is the fact that Tech House has officially become number one in the scene, baby. There you go. I mean, not really much of a surprise there, but based off of the Beatport chart sales at Tech House is really up there. And, uh, you know, I, I would love to say I'm surprised by this, but I'm absolutely not. Not surprised at all. Yeah. 2021, and, you know, 2020, and then 2021 even more so, which is incredible considering the amount of closures of clubs there were, right? It just became massive. Like just people, I guess, like it's just it's just become massive. It's it's the new wave of new electronic music. You know, it's pretty, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, I totally agree with you, man. Like this is... This isn't like, oh my God, how did this happen? Like, right. obviously, Tech House is going to be the number one genre. Alec, before we dive into that, what is the IMS Ibiza report for people who don't know? Basically, it's just like the, the, the grandest convention that there is with the greatest minds from the industry side and the greatest minds from the musical side coming together and meeting yeah. in kind of a, a hallowed ground for dance music, which is the island of Ibiza to talk about everything from the range of how things are doing in the industry from the, you know, almost like the economics of it to the cultural aspects as well. So this report that they put out, the IMS Ibiza report, they put it out every year. It will cover all of those different topics and much, much more. So the we'll have a link to a mixed mag article, which actually is the one that covered and pulled out this interesting t- statistic. But if you want to do a little bit of digging before we talk about it on the show, you can find the PDF link in there as well. Yeah. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that. 
Uh, so anyways, I just like to give a little bit of context about what, you know, what the source is here, because this is a source that we have been talking about for ever since we started this podcast, you know? I think so, man. I yeah. think so. I think we stumbled across them in our first year. And yeah. Alec, what do you think are some of the driving factors for Tech House becoming the number one genre of 2021? And I personally think that Tech House is going to continue to be mm-hmm. the number one genre of 2022. And we will discuss that in 2023 when the next iteration of this report comes out. But what do you think, let's say top two reasons why Tech House has become the number one genre in EDM? That's a tough one. Uh, I think it's now incorporation of vocals would make it so, like the heavy focus on vocals. Because Tech House used to be quite minimal, really. It started off, you know, it's literally tech, yeah, right? It, It evolved kind of out of minimal it kind of evolved out of like a techno-y type of philosophy and style to making house where it was just mostly about the bass lines and mostly about the rhythms and it's a darker sound. But now it's become something where you've got a combination of that with these vocal chops and samples. And then now you're seeing, you know, a flavor of Spanish tech house. And like yeah. all of that, you know, kind of all of that goes to say is that evolution, you know, and giving it more breadth in terms of what is included under, you know, Tech House, because Tech House has so many different things now, right? It's uh, John Summit to some of Hot Sensei 2's tracks, and sometimes they couldn't be further apart, right, in terms of how just the philosophy behind the production and how they sound are. But that could just go to say that, that number one is that point is going to make it be more accessible to more people. More people could be able to hop in on it. More people who are just getting into dance music, maybe just getting into house music. This is the stuff that they're going to start listening to. So that's the, the point number one is the inclusion of things like vocals and kind of lightening up a bit and adding all these different flavors and creating all these different flavors yeah. of Tech House. Second reason is that I, I think there's been a big push behind the scenes to promote more of this talent, not just because it's becoming more popular, which I, I certainly think it is, but I think it's becoming, you know, people, I think artists have a lot of fun producing it. And then I think it's also a lot of fun to play. And people have just found it's a lot of fun to dance to. Like we've been looking for kind of that unifying dance music sound for a while. Something that mm-hmm. everybody, no matter what genre you, you, you're kind of like more into or subgenre, I should say, you could all come together and dance together. So since they've been seeing kind of like the widespread appeal of this, I think, you know, promoters your club owners, you know, all, all of that are just really pushing the crap out of it now. So you're seeing more of this than you are maybe of some other subgenres across many, many, many different markets now. So I think it's just like, you know, that you've got the kind of industry backing that you need to make something become more successful and then also get more artists involved in it. So it's kind of a, a little bit of a cycle there, but there's still two separate parts and components to it. Like the, the first part yeah. that I mentioned was more how it, you know, blew up and became to be something more popular. The second part is why I think it's, you know, going to continue, you know, maybe a little bit slower, albeit, but still keep growing gradually because uh, it's st- certainly not stopping now. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with you that the popularity of Tech House is going to continue to grow. Uh, I think that's a fantastic point that you're making about how the industry is really backing it as well. I want to come back to the point about making Tech House a little bit lighter. I could not agree with you more. I really couldn't. Like, you know, when I think about, let's just say, for instance, in if you want to go back to some EDM eras, right? Before we started this podcast, like I think about like the trap era. I think about like the bass music era. I don't think that I would be able to share those tunes no, with a lot of different audiences. Mm-mm. But then I come to 
the tech house era that we're in right now. And I feel like I can comfortably play a lot of these tracks to somebody who's not necessarily into EDM and I could see them bobbing their head or mm-hmm. asking like, what song is this? You know what I mean? I could see myself playing some of these tracks to my parents and I could see them, you know, not, you know, racing to turn off, you know, the radio or whatever. Like, hmm, what is this? Yeah, ex- exactly, exactly. Like, I remember playing some Excision for my parents before in the no, car. No, you haven't. That didn't go well. Did okay? you really? That did not, yeah, yeah, it didn't go well, you know. <laughs> Why I was like, do? yeah, Bob. This is real music, okay? Wow. <laughs> Alex is like, throw your ex up. You know what I mean? Like, it just did not hit with them. Um, so the lightening up of Tech House, I, I completely agree with you, man. But I also just want to quickly make a point that I think that we have seen the rise of Tech House personalities. Oh, that's that a makes great sense, point. Fuck yes. On social yes. media. Yes. That's a I very think good point. It's become a persona. It's become a persona. It's become a persona. Like, it's become a persona for the artist. But then there's also this sort of meme, funny culture about people who are into tech house. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, Bucket sir. hat wearing. Yes, sir, right. You know what I mean? Short shorts. Black, yeah, yeah. black sunglasses at the rave. You know what I mean? Just, like, I just think that there's there's just this persona around it that I think a lot of people can easily emulate. You know what I mean? Like, it's not inaccessible. And I think that people like to grab onto a subculture. And I think that's what people are doing here. Like, Tech House is sexy. It's fun. You know what I mean? It's it's not like there's not a bunch of walls to get into it. You know what I mean? And there are really interesting personalities on the artist side that draw people in uh, even more. So I really think people are looking for that. Like, I just feel like we don't have those person. Like, there are definitely personalities in other subgenres, but I really feel like Tech House is where a lot of people are drawn to because there are some interesting personalities well, in that culture. It's interesting you brought that up because last year, and I'll put the link to the episode in the show notes just to show that actually, you know, uh, you know, David Boyle is who we had on, who was the author of last year's report. He yeah. was, you know, spot on with this is by saying that if we want to see same type of growth and kind of mass capture of audiences, other genres like hip hop and R&B. What we're missing are the personality levels, but then also the connection to brands and kind of fashion, right? And so I'm not saying that we've seen it entirely with Tech House because they're still cut. And unfortunately, Tech House, like a lot of it, more popular versions of it, it's becoming a little kind of like bro-y, right? That's kind of something we got to like bring back a little bit. Like it's fun, it's fun and all, it's getting, yeah. but it's getting kind of bro-y. So that, that's not going to last you know, for a long time. But what I would like to start seeing is just some real kind of like, you know, and actually some people who are doing this, you know, really well, she, she's not, she doesn't really do tech house, doesn't really count. So she might get mad at me saying that she's house, but like an LPGOB, you know, she's got kind of uh-huh. like the fashion-esque kind of with it. But I'd like to see that for someone who's strictly tech house. I'd like to see some kind of like, you know, there to be like a, a fashion type of culture beyond just like what we've seen already, like something that brands can hop in on as well. So you got the combination of the of the fashion with the, you know, with the the personalities and the persona. And that's something that's that's allowed it to hit where it's at. But I think for it to get even larger, uh, we've got to see some even more creativity coming from people on both spectrums. Dude, I, I completely agree with that. And one final point I just want to make on this, right? Like as Tech House becomes more popular, and I've been saying this on this show, so this really should not come as a surprise for a lot of people. One thing that really worries me is just how watered down the genre is going to become as people enter this this space more and more. Like I'm all for people like, you know, 
expressing themselves creatively. Like, I'm not saying that people should not be entering this space. I just don't like to see copycats. Like, oh, this artist is doing this. Like, let me try to emulate that sound. You know what I mean? In in pursuit of trying to get, like, their following. Because I think that just really waters down the genre. And I really feel like as I dive into more Tech House in the underground, I'm I'm having a hard time finding more forward-thinking groundbreaking yep. tech house like i just i just feel like it's i get definitely slow, it's slowing up a little bit yep it is yeah i feel like i just get stuck in this run of like hearing the same thing over and over again now i gotta say you are a tech house connoisseur and you always bring bangers so this really does not apply to no, you but, I, but for me i understand man because you, you have to know where to look and it's quite kind of niched in the areas to look at you know yeah. certain record labels certain cultivators but you're right like i mean for the you know how big it's becoming there should be it should be easier to find in the underground across the way and in different right in different diversities too because the formula has been you know and, and even in some of the underground communities too like there's there's a formula for it almost too now and it's like slight differences in between but it's like it, it's you know we've been playing on this for a few years now so i i agree with you we need some yeah you know i, I think someone like a blue claire is going to do a lot for the scene you know moving forward too uh you know more stuff like that is going to come forward, hopefully. Before we move on, can I just say how excited I am to see his back-to-back with Matroda oh, at EDC Vegas on Stereo Blue. Have the props to Matroda, so- you know, his and his uh, Terminal Underground record. Like they do, they do a good job. They're doing some they've good shit out there. They've got Tech House in there now with some Bass House. It's I really like the approach he's taken with the brand. So you have to give props there. Big, big what up, big what up. And uh, EDM Champions, like we said, we're going to dive even more into this IMS Ibiza report coming up for you in the future episodes. But we got some other things that we want to take care of before we get to that. But Alec, before we even talk about the future episodes. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. Oh, God. Here I got go. a question for you, man, oh, and fuck. I'm really excited to do this. You know, do this question with you. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna do it a little bit differently. Okay, oh, this, this is the surprise question, by the way, for those who haven't tuned in before. I have yeah. no idea. What's Alec coming. doesn't know what I'm about to ask him, and uh, I just want him to get his romantic hat on. You know, like you know, just oh, like geez. a nice deep red heart beating, you know, <laughs> out of his chest. Like I just want to say, uh, you know, you have a wonderful, wonderful girlfriend. I have a wonderful girlfriend. All right. But let's pretend like we're single. Let's so I just want to say like quickly on social media, I feel like I see these questions all the time of like But wait, but dude, why are you asking? I've no game anymore, man. I don't even I don't know what the uh, question uh, is. Oh no, 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 dude, 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 dude. Listen, I went to college with you. I have yeah, but that was a while ago. People people are drawn to your to your aura to your <laughs> swagger like people are drawn to you man trust me i know this okay oh, no. um but i just feel like on social media i'm always seeing people talk about like how do i get a rave bay or like how do i break the ice in terms of talking to somebody at a festival or a rave so out but that this is i'm, a, I'm the wrong person asking about uh-uh. this. let's go dude totally i want your best one. romantic advice let's pretend <laughs> like you are at edc vegas a single man mm-hmm. uh Let's just say you're on the dance floor, right? Some killer tech house tunes are being dropped, okay? You're moving your feet, okay? You look across the room. You look across the stage, okay? And you lock eyes with somebody that you find attractive, okay? (laughs) So, Alec, what are you going to say to them to, to break the ice? Like, how would you express to them that you are interested? Let's hear it. I think first things first. And this this is something that, you know, people from the, the other side, if you will, will be able to pick up on as well is 
I don't go to a festival with the intentions of meeting somebody. Yes. Don't do that because that's how you could just like automatically, there's something with the subconscious, you know, in you that would just make you come off as creepy and kind of weird. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you just don't yeah, go totally. to a, a festival, a show or a rave with that in mind. Like, oh, I want to go pick up a girl tonight. Like I'm going to go to a, a rave or, oh, when I go to EDC Vegas, like I'm expecting to go pick up a girl. Just like go for the experience and having fun, seeing not only the the, the music, but also just having a good time with the people that you're there with. And then don't force anything. Like that's the other thing yes. too. Like one, don't have that expectation. So that's going to relax you a little bit more. If there is someone kind of attractive that, you know, doesn't seem like they're dancing with somebody. Okay. Like if they're dancing with somebody like a, you know, clearly like a partner, like just read, read the vibes, like just read the yeah. vibes properly, you know, don't be intimidating and don't be creepy, but there's certainly nothing wrong with starting to like dot, not, Okay, when I say dance, like I have to be very clear because guys can really misconstrue a lot of this, right? When I say go dance for somebody, that doesn't mean get up behind them and start like grinding on them. Dude, and, like, why are guys so fucking creepy sometimes? I don't sometimes? know, but they do do that. <laughs> or like don't grab them, right? Like don't grab them and turn them around. You know, Ooh. like you got to wait for your moment. So if you're dancing, like kind of, in, you know, there's a group of people there. And like, that's also another thing that usually they'll be with a group, like start kind of like mingling over to the group, like, you know, dancing a little bit. Like, you know how it goes. Like, I, it's hard for me to describe it because you've got to be in the flow with it. Like, it's got to make sense with the music and you got to be like, you know, have a smile. Yeah. Don't be, you know, and, and yes. don't be staring. Just have a smile and kind of just like, you know, go check them out a little bit and come back and yes. show your moves. And then someone's going to kind of like respond back to you with their moves and you kind of go back and forth that way as you start moving a little bit more closer to each other and then if they doesn't look like they're at all interested in like turning away and not wanting to look at you don't pursue it okay that's a clear that is a subtle sign a nonverbal cue of like please leave me alone or like you're doing something too much like you just you just have to really read it that way but if they have candy ask to exchange candy then just like start yeah. talking about the set or like where they came from you've been like oh i've been waiting so long to see this person or just, you know what I mean? Like just stuff like yeah. that. And I, and then the other, th cause it's like, it's, I think it's always, you know, we, we hear all the same things like, oh, there's a chat up line, there's a pickup line. I'm going to say some things that you don't do immediately, right? Like okay. you don't want to immediately, immediately jump into like just odd little compliments, right? Like that may sound in your head. Yeah. Like it's nice, yeah. but like saying, oh, I love your hair can be kind of like, uh, you know, depending on the recipient, it can it could be kind of weird sounding, right? Especially if you ha if you don't know someone. I think it's all about like creating a comfortable atmosphere, creating yes. a comfortable environment where where somebody doesn't feel creeped out. Like as soon as they get that pang of like, holy shit, like danger, like this person is creeping me out, they're out of there. All right, they they don't want to be anywhere near you. So creating that comfortable environment. I love what you said about you know not immediately just going for like personal compliments like oh i love your hair or oh i love your butt you know what i mean like <laughs> just stay away from those kinds <laughs> yeah, of things I, I wouldn't even say like that there's nothing wrong with a smile just don't be creepy with it yeah. just like a one-off smile yes. not like a smile yeah. and like staring right just like you're dancing have a good time like there's a drop like a great one is like if there's a drop coming right and it's like everyone's all piling up and like you go down and you kind of have already been looking at each other and you look over and you're like, fuck yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yes. Like yes. that type of stuff just works so well. See, now, now the more like specific scenarios are coming to me. So dude, let's go. Wait for the drops to come 
in, make sure you've established some type of mutual eye contact. And when some like heavy ass drop, whether it's bass music or if it's a house drop, that's your key to start dancing, show them the moves and start moving a little bit closer and see if that's reciprocated. And if that's reciprocated, that's a good thing. Like you're at a, you're at a show that you should, the product, maybe 10% of this should be talking. The rest is going to all be nonverbal. Let's go, dude. Yeah. I, I love that, man. Uh, I totally agree with you about the drop and like that, you know, like that nod and like that, that finger pointing pew, pew, you know, it's, well, I, don't it's, know about I that. totally agree That's, with you. <laughs> Whatever. And it, you know, I think, I think for me, the approach that I would take is, you know, I'd probably put on my sunglasses. You put, <laughs> I'd, probably, I'd probably put on my sunglasses and approach them. And, uh, you know, we, we've been making nonverbal cues at each other that we want to chat. So like I'd, I'd approach them and be like, Hey, what's up? You're just so radiant. I had to put on these sunglasses. Oh my like, God. You're just no. so bright. No. You know? No. And then, you know, we just get to dancing and the set's over. I'll be like, yeah, I'm about to head to the merch booth. <laughs> can I get you like every, one of everything? And like, we can just keep chatting. It's on me. It's on me. You know what I mean? And then like, go to, you know, go to, go to the food place. Hey, I'll buy you one of everything here. Do you want, <laughs> do you want anything? You know what I mean? Just spending like, thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on them you know what i mean just so like they have like a bunch of souvenirs that remind them of you oh my god and then go like and then we part ways and then go on like facebook and be like hey i connected with this person but i didn't get their name their phone number their instagram <laughs> nothing can somebody please help me they were blonde I spent and thousands of eyes. dollars on this person <laughs> <laughs> i need help paying back my credit card bill <laughs> Why, why do dudes do this? Like, why do they, like, why do they spend so much money? Or, like, not even just dudes, but, like, why do people who are attracted to somebody else spend so much money on them in hopes of, like, getting some sort of romantic connection? I, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I, I, I'm a, first of all, that was hilarious. So thank you for, for, for that. That was hilarious. Because a lot of people, I mean, it all, joke, you know, jokes aside, people do pull that kind of stuff. Don't pull that. <laughs> but I think all of the, the people, you know, listening to, especially the, the the ladies or if it's vice versa the males uh would, would agree you know or anybody for that matter would agree that these the best scenarios of these come naturally like there's just something that yeah. kind of click so it's just about being aware and finding the right opportunity and keeping it cool and keep making it keeping it comfortable that's really the key absolutely and you know and if there's for whatever reason there's some miscommunication and there's a bit of a rejection take it don't pursue and don't take it personally. Yes. Just take it. Let them have a good time. Like, cause everyone's there for a good vibe. You don't want to go ruining people's vibes. So just don't be that persistent asshole. There's, there's, there's no need to be, you don't need to be a direct asshole, but you also don't need to be a persistent one. It's that fine balance and in between there. Right. And just, you know, totally someone's good. just, just again, just be cool, be natural and just make sure you're reading the vibe properly. Like that's, that's really the key. I think. I could not have said it any better myself. Um, you know, whether you go, whether you choose to go with Alex's approach or my approach. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't go with some instances. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know what worked for you. Uh, hit us up on Instagram oh at btb.pod or our Twitter is at podbtb. And coming up next week, okay, okay, we're doing a little special episode for EDC Vegas. We cannot wait to dive into the lineup with you all next week edc vegas is one of our absolute favorite mm. festivals mm-hmm. um it, it really was a big part of just sort of reinvigorating or just even boosting up my love for edm and i'm sure alec would would mimic that same sentiment as well so 
get tuned into that. It's going to be really fun whether you're going to the festival or not. We always have a really good time with it. Yes, but Alec, do. yes, we did. It's time for the artists that we're watching. We go, okay. Man. And uh, this is the part of the episode where we choose two artists and artists each from the underground to to talk about and to just sing the praises of. And uh, Alec, uh, I want to go first, if that's cool with you, because I, I want to come back to... I also have a bit of a... Of a yeah, I, I've got a confession to make for mine too, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to dive into that just a little bit, my friend. But uh, I want to go first because you made this really interesting comment when we were talking about how Tech House has become the number one yes. uh, genre, yes. right? And you, you were talking about like the pairing of fashion and Tech House and like, you know, things like that. Well, I think that my artist that I'm watching, DJ Yuki, I think that she is really kind of on the on the mm. forefront of that. Like she has such uh, an impeccable style uh, in terms of like the clothing that she wears and what she chooses to wear on stage for her performances. But her music also just emulates a certain sense of style. And that's what really, you know, drew me into her. You know, I was talking about this a little bit earlier. Like, I'm not usually the biggest fan. Not, I shouldn't say that. I'm getting a little bit concerned about how the genre of house music and tech house is really sort of becoming inundated with all these people mm -hmm. just doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. But I think that DJ Yuki, based out of London, I really think that she's onto something really cool here. Um, you know, she's she has done performances with people like Ariana Grande, uh, Eva Longoria, Simon Cowell. Like, she wow. has really cut her teeth here. She is really something special. So I want to play you guys a track here. Take a listen to DJ Yuki's song, Goodies. say this is yeah. a yeah, yeah, certified yeah. bop i am a lot i can i can see why now just from this track alone in its vacuum you can see why she has been able to play and collaborate and be alongside some of those great names that you've just mentioned and london what a fantastic i'm biased obviously but what a fantastic place to cut your teeth uh and do it into particularly as we talk about the intersection of music like this with fashion and stuff like that there's still quite a lot of good things in fashion going on in london so just what a fantastic pick it again just like straight up it's a bop man like it is a certified bop i can't believe personally i cannot believe i haven't heard of her until now so thank you for putting uh you know obviously on everyone's radars but mine particularly as well of course my friend i i'm really glad that you were into her as well like i just really think that from a to z she's really just got herself figured out and you can see that you know in the way that she presents herself but you can also see that in her music as well like she really does embody something unique here in the house music genre and so that's why like as soon as i heard her tunes like i said it takes me a while for me to be like yes this is somebody in the house genre that I want to feature. But as soon as I heard her music, I was like, okay, this is somebody that I have to feature on an episode of Beyond the Beats. Mm. So big what up to DJ Yoki. You are what on up? the artist ever watching list. Alec, moving on to you. What is your confession? Let's hear Yeah, it. my confession is, okay, I, I, I will change this, but I did say last week, 
I would have someone uh, base music this week, and uh, I'm sorry, I I just I just couldn't because I've been I don't know why I've just been waiting to feature this artist for quite some time, and I was not having a good time. I needed something just to, to lift in the spirits a bit, and you know maybe for some you know headbangers bass music does that for them but for me it's not always the best thing to like raise my <laughs> spirits you know what i mean it kind of just it's great like gym music it gets you out but it's when you're sad it's not really i don't know maybe some <laughs> melodic bass maybe but like yeah, a lot of bass music like, that i wanted to go like darker it just it wouldn't it wouldn't personally wouldn't help right me, so like you're sitting on your bed, it's raining outside, you know what I mean? And all of a sudden, Excision's like, throw your ex up. You're like, shut the hell up, Excision, okay? I, I got, I, I'm out of the mood for this right now. Oh my God. Sorry, so, go No, on. but I mean, that's exactly what it is. So uh, just like, honestly, that was quite the intro. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, EDM champions of the globe, be prepared for some sounds that are groovy and funky at the same time, all within the category of Tech House. This is Quibico's track, Confused. just having a good time on this uh, episode i'm loving this right now man but uh i just i really quickly want to say it's like when i first was listening to this track i was like is this bass music this is this is the new genre of bass music no honestly dude oh, you know some people may be like alec where's the bass music? Uh, it's coming i promise i swear to god it's coming it's coming i, pr- I i've got to go on it i've got <laughs> i've got it it's gonna come i know you do i know you do and and i'm personally like dude this is such a fantastic yeah, song I'm glad like, you like it just that that vocal yes. sample is just so nice to listen that, that's to what I'm and saying. that's what really it's nice. yeah and that's what really drew me into this track man like um you know, I, I was I was feeling kind of tired from this day. Like, I'd been working from, like, 8 a.m. until 6.30, and after we finished recording, I still have more work to do. But this song really just brought me in a really good spirit. Mm. So I'm really, really happy that you shared Quibico with me. Hell now, yeah. I got to know, like, what does this song bring out in you? You know, it's for me, this is kind of like a... It's one of those, like, day-drinking party starter songs yeah. that I love to, like, always put on when I'm like ready to go out and have a good time. Or as you said, like it's just the middle of the day, I need a little bit more of a kick, a little bit more energy. This is a track that I'll put on. It's multi, it's very versatile in kind of that regard. Like you could use it for the partying, but if you just, you know, need a little bit of a pick me up, right? Instead of that coffee, you could just slam on some Quibico. Love it, brother. I absolutely love it. Well, Alec, um, you know, I just want to say, this is always such a fun time with you, man. Like I, I just feel 
really just energized by this conversation, really feel energized by doing this episode with you. And I hope the EDM champions really got something valuable out of this conversation as well. You know, whether you're diving into the new music that we talk about, whether you're getting some dating tips from us, (laughs) we just hope that you're enjoying yourself. And if you are, we'd greatly appreciate it if you could drop a five-star rating in your favorite podcasting platform. But next week, we are doing an EDC Vegas special. Whether you're going to be attending the festival or not, This is still a really, really fun episode to listen to because we're going to be playing a ton of amazing music. But until then, take it easy. Be safe.